Welcome back to uh, Insurance Happy Hour. This is Larry. And I'm Becky. How are you doing today, Becky? I'm good, Larry. How are you? All right. What do you got? So Reuters uh, announced last week that Goldman Sachs was hired to lead Root's IPO, which could value the company at around $6 billion. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to talk about that, please use the hashtag Insurance Happy Hour. I'm Al Rixford. I'm Becky L. Schroeder. Uh, please subscribe with your favorite podcast app. And uh, as always, thanks for listening. Back to Insurance Half Hour. This is Lick. And I'm Becky. It's October. See? Yeah. So we're all, we're now past uh, September. We're now in Q4. We're on the tail end of this year. Uh, it's hard to believe. And it's pumpkin spice latte time. Yes. Okay. What is your favorite fall drink? Like of all the drinks I could possibly. Yeah, we, we, we asked this question last holiday season, and you had come up with some, you know, spicy, fruity, uh, rum-soaked thing or something like that. You know, I think when for the holiday cocktails, I think I said my favorite was the um, – well, you took my favorite, which was the, the Red Hot whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. And then, then you said something that you cook on the stove for like nine hours or something <laughs> like that. Oh, the wassail. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah wassail, wassail. Wassail. So, but uh, now we're, yeah, I just uh, was on my way to work today and I saw all the, uh, everything had the PSL. It was the pumpkin spice latte. Everything was pumpkin spice the whole way home i think or pumpkin the, spice the has been out for a month now oh, well, so know, you're a I, little late i tweet i tweeted back in uh, i think august going is it pumpkin spice season yet <laughs> <laughs> no just uh but yeah uh so but it made me ask uh, think about this question what what is your favorite fall drink my favorite fall drink so i love the martzen style beers those that's one of my favorite beer style and mm-hmm. which is also known as Oktoberfest. Okay. Um so that's having that now is one of my favorite things although it starts to come out like pumpkin spice lattes in August and it drives me crazy cuz it's still 100 degrees in Texas in August and yet Oktoberfest is out and I I just can't drink it when it's that hot. I have to wait for it to cool down a little bit. You give me a lot of shit about uh drinking chick beer. <laughs> I do give you a lot of shit for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you, after you mow the lawn or you're outside working in a hot heat, you don't want to drink one of those. Like I've got a, I drink water. I, I've got, <laughs> I've got, a, <laughs> I have to have a fork and a knife to swallow down this beer. That's not what you want while you're doing that. But you know, like the Ruby Redbird from Shiner, yeah. that that's like you know you can pound back like six of them. You're like, oh, 
I, I drink six beers. I didn't know that. I thought I was drinking lemonade. There's there's various other refreshing beers that are still craft beers that would fit. Every time you say craft beer, I hear crap beer. <laughs> like like my brain just cannot. It, it's uh, when you're doing you know the the phonics and the hononyms and all that, and it's like uh, FT could be a. Yes, yes. It, it. No. Mm-mm. No, it's not crap beer. It's not. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that uh, – I, I, I truly think that craft beer drinkers are snobs. You know that, right? I, I fully admit I'm a craft beer snob. Absolutely. It's it just like they, they sit around and they, you know, they're, they're talking about their bike ride and they, oh, I'm going to choke down this, this – this heavy beer after my bike ride because it has hops and they start talking to like it's it's wine. I don't and all like that. IPAs. Well, I'm just saying you you in the collective mm-hmm. craft beer. Well, you're not alone in your love of the Michelob Ultra. It's not that I love it. <laughs> your <It's>, consumption of <laughs> it. it. It's it's almost like you know. A question: Would you rather have? The world's best Martzen beer, or would you rather have a glass of water? The world's best Martzen beer. Okay, but that's kind of my point. Is like, yes, there's a lot of better things to drink in a bar, but sometimes you just need. If something. I want a glass of water, I'm going to drink a glass of water, not it's, a Michelob Ultra. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's like sometimes you just need something closer to water. <laughs> no. Yes, you do. Yeah, you just it, it's enjoyable. It's just nice to sit back. But if I, you know, I like we we. I was somewhere recently, um, a, a guest at someone's house, and I wanted a beer, and I walked to the fridge, and all they had was Miller Lite, and I was like, Ugh. like it was it, it was like a Miller Lite fridge. Well, there that, was nothing else. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, but I really want a beer, so okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm it down. It's amazing. People have beer fridges. That's that's like so – it's not even in my capacity to do. Well, we, we have a little mini like dorm fridge at our house. That That's what we use it well, for. It's a beer fridge. Well, that's that's easy. You know, that that's okay because it's close to your couch. Yes. So what you're doing is you're, in the minimi- back porch. <laughs> and, and you're minimizing steps to the – to, to the refreshment center. Yes. But there are people that have, uh, you know, full on, like, like, like full size refrigerator. No, full like of- not even full size refrigerators. I'm talking like store drink holder ones mm. that, that are just full of beer. And I mean, you have to get, and then they had stacks of Miller Lite. They're oh, like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, what's, <laughs> you got to refill this thing? I mean, so. <laughs> How often do you refill this? Yeah, exactly. And so it, it it's amazing to, to, for the people that, just loves beer so much. Now I have the other side of it. It's like I like whiskey and scotch and bourbon, and the collection has grown over the years. And through COVID, I've I've knocked it down a couple <laughs> a couple bottles. Yeah. So, but back to your original question. Outside of of beer, cocktail wise, I I tend to switch back to whiskey in mm-hmm. the fall. I love whiskey. But during the summer, I just don't you drink, drink it as much. I drink gin oh. and vodka during the summer, um, and then. But when it starts to cool off, I switch back. My problem to with whiskey. My problem with gin is I was perfectly fine with it until I was told the flavor. Same thing happened with the uh, Jamocha shakes from uh, Arby's. Is that um, 
I, I loved them. I used to get them all the time, right? And then as I got older, this is as a kid, I, the ja is Java. Mm-hmm. It's coffee. It's a coffee milk, uh, chocolate milkshake. That's what it is. Once I had the f- coffee in my mindset, you can, I could never drink it again without going, this is so horrible. The same thing happened with gin. Whenever someone said that, you know, really started thinking about it, it's, it's juniper berries and it's very uh, flower, flowerly, whatever. But I started to grasp onto that. And now, no matter what it is, unless it's a Long Island iced tea, I can taste the gin. Like, it just, it pierces through for me now. But that's what I love. I love that strong flavor of the gin with some club soda or some diet tonic with a little bit of lime, uh, lemon juice. Very refreshing in the summer when it's so hot. Diet tonic? See, yes, I drink diet tonic. How many calories are in normal tonic? I don't know. <laughs> don't I don't, don't do it for the calories. I don't like the sweetness. Okay, then why don't you just drink seltzer water? I said so. I said soda sometimes. Whatever I have on hand. What's the difference between tonic and seltzer? Sugar? I don't know. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Yellow level, blue label. I don't care. It's good. It's got water. It is bubbly. Whatever. Whatever I have on hand. I'm not. I'm not too picky. Wow. Yeah, you are. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Fair enough. So what's, what's your favorite fall drink? Uh, you know, it, it goes back to really what I look forward to, and I am happy that they've started doing this, is I love eggnog. And I don't put – and I don't mess up eggnog by putting in bourbon. <laughs> I don't know that that classifies as messing it up, but okay. Oh, well, a lot of, you know, people put bourbon or whiskey or or rum into, uh, like a spiced rum into eggnog. Yeah. I, you know, me, I like to drink. That's fair, right? I don't like eggnog with being adulterated. I love just straight up eggnog. So eggnog latte, you would never drink. No, no. I mean, not just because it's coffee, but because they put something in the eggnog. Exactly. And I've... I've like introduced people to eggnog. Everybody's like, oh, eggnog's so horrible. And I'm like, all right, go to like Tom Thumb or Albertsons or any of the Safeway, like that group that's part of Safeway, the mm-hmm. Lucerne, the Lucerne uh, eggnog that is made out there. It tastes exactly like melted vanilla ice cream. See, now you made fun of me about needing to drink my beer with a knife and a fork. Like, I kind of <laughs> feel like I need to to drink my eggnog with a spoon. Or I, I, no, I get it. it. It's but also like whenever I get a milkshake, I generally let it like you know melt, ferment a little bit before I actually <laughs> go after it. So you know, now now thinking about it, what I would is Frangelico. Angelica, whatever that that liqueur is, mm-hmm. it's really good with uh, milkshakes. Put a little bit of that, a little bit of Grand Marnier, mix it in a milkshake. Mm. It's actually the first drink I ever had. Really? Yeah, it was the first alcoholic drink I ever had. And I was 21. Kahlua and coffee. Kahlua and coffee? <laughs> when you were 21? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, was, I was talking to... Uh, I was talking about uh, trust but ver- verify, and I was doing this in business. I was talking about, hey, you know, 
we trust, but we have to verify that that's very basic. And, you know, everybody was kind of get offended about the whole trust, but verify. And I'm like, this is no different than the little black marks on the back of your parents' liquor bottles. <laughs> <laughs> they, they trusted you not to drink it, but they, they verified that you didn't. <laughs> correct. They, they put the bottles out. They sat on the counter, the boat, the bar, whatever. And they had little lines on the bag. It was like, trust but verify so you just add water to them well <laughs> you know you, you wouldn't be able to pull that shit with me for much long you know you wouldn't no. be able to do that for long but yeah like vodka i was like okay or yeah like you can see vodka yes that's pretty easy you can't like water down like whiskey or bourbon without without really, without ruining it yeah without even without even being able to visually see it but you could put iced tea in it <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my, my my johnny walker black tastes like lipton <laughs> I've done that because I really haven't done that. But <laughs> you're like you're in the kitchen, perfectly brewing tea, like holding it up to the light. You look like Kermit the Frog and that thing. Going, all right, we're at the we're at the perfect brew. All right, all right, go cool this, ice it down so we can so we can do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, I was I was a good kid. I, I was really a good kid. Like I, I'll give I'll people will, will do that, and everybody thought it was so funny because whenever I first started drinking when I turned 21, it was always. Uh, lemon drops or uh, actually one of the hard ones I did is I always used to do uh, just a double shot of uh, sky vodka chilled with a, with a little bit of uh, sugar. Yikes. I would pound those back. Those were all and and I would just down them. I mean, it was like, it was, you know, in your early twenties, it's, it's, not it's more about it's, it's, how fast it's, you can you get drunk it's versus the desti- enjoying the- it's a, the destination not the journey yeah <laughs> and so i i've i've since uh counseled many people whenever they they sit there and go oh yeah 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 let's do shots let's do these shots have you noticed that i never do shots like i i am very against the whole shots the last time i did shots was in vegas yes <laughs> and that was painful <laughs> and it was painful because it it was also the uh, last time I drank, drank tequila. Yeah, it, well, the client wanted the, to do tequila shots, and they were doing pla- uh, Patron Platinum, yeah. which are really know, it's it's good tequila. It doesn't have the bite. Sipping tequila. Yeah, this is the, the the type of tequila that you actually just sip. And we're in this this bar, and it's an open bar, but then. They're throwing even more. I mean, like everybody's trying to buy the the most expensive to one up each other, and I w- it was like, sure, I'll do it. But I I counsel people like, listen, yeah, enough shots, right? Yeah. Like, let's not do shots. Let's sit around. Let's talk, and let's get there. Let's let's take the drive. Let's not teleport. You know, it's not. <laughs> let's enjoy it. Yeah, and and sometimes it's about getting there. The conversations, you know, they start off in had many business conversations to start at a bar and you know, I've broken the cardinal rule of business. A lot of times is um, when you're out drinking or like entertaining, but you start off the conversation talking business, you're talking this, you're talking family. And you know, you have this nice progressive where the business turns into a nice personal conversation. Well, I've had one of these journeys that has ended up on in the same conversation, politics, religion in the same conversation and this was a brand new prospect we were just trying to 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 get to know them yeah and we're already deep down deep into the and then finally you don't want to touch and then finally i was just like 
Uh, let's put the brakes on. <laughs> like, are we okay on this path? Because it sounds like we're all on the same page. But, <laughs> you know, we already differ on religion. We already re- differ on politics. But I want to make sure that we're – this is a balanced conversation. Because I have very balanced conversations when it comes to politics generally because I've just given up and people are idiots. But <laughs> – No, I think that was the, the same night where I – pretended to take one of those shots because i just couldn't anymore <laughs> i faked it i was like i'm just gonna set this over here yeah oh yeah i've 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 faked uh doing shots before for yeah. sure it's it, too much that night. It, it just it's in and, and what you do is you get your dumb cup what you you have the drink that you're drinking right and at this point you're done drinking and people are like let's do shots and you're like, great so what you do is you take the shot you hold it in your mouth and you put it in your dump cup <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i didn't even do that i just pretended to take it and then put it aside because i couldn't couldn't <laughs> that 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 next day i think made the top five hangover list <laughs> and also no more tequila <laughs> Whenever, whenever you swear, that's the problem. Is that it, and people swear off tequila because of people doing tequila shots, not because they um, are you know they don't like it or they well, don't I like also margarita. Don't like it. <laughs> uh, it, it just but it's because people have this whole like let's do tequila shots. And whenever and by the way, I can't name a tequila drink I like. Mm-mm. That I mean, people try to bastardize it up like Palomas and margaritas and all of that types. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I don't like any of them, even without the alcohol. Like they just don't taste good. I don't to me. like margaritas; too sweet. Yeah, and that's like I say that, and people look at me like I've just blasphemed all over Texas because I just said I don't like Correct. margaritas. And and I love lime. I like sweet. I, I it, it should work for me, but it just doesn't. Mm-mm. And you know, but if I'm now. Now, if you want to get for the full girly drink that I that I think is so great is the pineapple and vodka. That's like an energy drink. It's natural energy drink that is not that is, a that is one bowl. of your go tos. It is. Shows. Well, that that's how I uh, you, you know you, keep you, you keep you going. You go as long as you can because <laughs> you're you're getting the electrolytes from the pineapple juice. Yeah, the then... Energizer Bunny starts going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I love pineapple juice and uh, vodka. That that that's my. That's my summer go-to. So, all right. Well, what do we got today? Oh, we're not just going to talk about alcohol. Oh, I got, time. I got, I got tons. Of, I mean, here, <laughs> we've been going what fifteen minutes. Yeah, we're, we're fifteen minutes in uh, <laughs> into talking about uh, alcohol. So more happy hour than insurance is. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, I did get some feedback that Ooh. we're actually starting to become entertaining. Oh, just starting <laughs> four seasons in. <laughs> They said that, you, you know, that was a really great episode. I was like, you got to listen to the next one. And they're like, oh, my God, it's such a great episode. I'm like, how often do you often listen? Uh, not really often. And I'm going, why don't you really listen very often? Well, you know, sometimes you guys just uh, were boring. Is that what you're saying? I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, no, just it doesn't engage. So we're boring. Like, what are you? What are you could you could you so i haven't heard any feedback for the past two weeks and uh, you've gotten feedback that's a turn of the table uh, turn of the table yes yeah yeah i did yeah do you feel better now uh, maybe not... people like you more now that that we're more entertaining no <laughs> <laughs> i mean but people are listening that's that's the but that's what i worry about us 
taking the breaks that we do because people are like, you came back for like four episodes and then you're back on hiatus. I'm sorry. We're now three episodes in for season four, straight back to back, kind of have plans to, to power through these. We, you and I do need to record two safety episodes. But, yeah, we probably should. So. But, you know, the, the thing is, is that, that I always have to remind people is this is this is not work for us this is not an itc podcast this is not us trying to to promote <laughs> itc this is just us having fun and recording our friday happy hours instead of just talking i agree and I, a lot of podcasts nowadays are just trying are, are part of the content marketing of a, of a company yeah and and even there there are vendors out there they're like okay we will create we will help you create a podcast and to to help you in that we'll do your slick open I, I I thought about this we we talked about it in that episode after you were on um, Olivia's thing and I go I listened to it and go wow that's a slick open it's really nice and you know it well produced and I go yeah you know, I was thinking about it. I was like that's that's really cool yeah. I, I I was like we should probably do that. What, have a slick open? Yeah, and I'm like, no, <laughs> this, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's this is grassroots, just us talking but, into a mic, but still also, trying for a free LA sponsorship. But. I think that it's, I, I think it's actually the right way to do a true podcast. Yeah. Is that it's just, you know, we're not we're not looking to make money off of it, and we're not using it as a marketing thing. So that's whenever people are doing those slick openings, either. It is their podcast, like Joe Rogan or something, mm-hmm. and then or it's it's someone that's doing it for their business or or whatnot that they they're doing it as a pitch. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I, I like our open. I like just da, 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 da. hey, <laughs> chat, chat. How you doing? Chit chat for twenty minutes about nothing related to anything. Yeah, and and. I've I've also tried to try to go. You know, we should record this truly in a bar one day. And, we have talked about that. Yeah, and yeah. in, in truly in a bar, and I'm going to have to set up the third mic to get the room noise as as its own channel, so that it these mics are pretty good. They they don't pick up unless you've got those two in that office talking <laughs> those two i mean they, there are two people at itc that have very loud voices outside of me and they were both talking to each other and they're in the next room so we had to put up the full wall i mean the the <laughs> the, the, the sound wall is up i've got all the padding usually they're behind us so that there's not a reflectivity of the of the noise yeah but, but uh, how many people do we have uh, signed up for our uh, ask me anything uh, last I checked, I think we were at 268. Holy, holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Two minutes, one question, uh, two, let's just say half show up, 130, three minutes. Uh, oh, we're going to be on that thing for three hours. <laughs> oh, well. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. If you, if you, uh, don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to it two weeks ago. So, um, we were we were talking before the the episode started about InsureTech Connect. Yes. All right. So it didn't happen on on time. Nope. That's interesting. So why why did they? Uh, you didn't tell me why they they delayed it. Uh, their announcement about the delay. They talked about how they didn't give the attendees enough time to you know try to meet make connections to set up the times during the event to actually have their one on one meetings because. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, we've been to InsureTech Connect uh, for the last four years, the last four events, I think. And that by far is has always been the greatest value for us in that event is the one-on-one meetings that you would set up uh, through their their app, trying to to meet new people and and you know make your business goals what they are for that event. So um, what what they said, I think, because of the switch from in person to virtual, they didn't allow the attendees enough time on the new platform to try to set up their meetings. Got it. Because I'm. I, I've, everybody is is zoomed out. Everybody's teams out. It, everybody, in fact, there there's a lot of. I see it a lot of times in meetings. People will just turn off their camera so they get a break of being on. Yeah. Um. And so I, I can see it, but where this really shows is that I I often, as you know, am very um. Uh, precise of my thoughts whenever it comes to marketing spin and the value that it brings. Yes. And sometimes I like channels and sometimes I don't. (laughs) And a lot of times I struggle with conventions because generally on the mark, they are the worst performer when it comes to an ROI of a marketing channel. When you're talking about CAC, yeah, it's, it's customer acquisition cost. I told you what that was last week. Um, It, it's definitely one of the higher channels. Yeah. And and so I in fact by a wide margin in yeah. some in well, some regards. You, I mean, you, know, you gotta pay for the booth, you gotta pay for the hotel, you gotta pay for a flight, you gotta pay sometimes travel, time, car, you got opportunity cost loss because they're not in the they're not in the office selling, all of that yeah. type of stuff. However, it, the 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 networking is true. It's absolutely true. And it's, you know, it's should be, and if anybody of you steal it, you better give us a free ad. But um, effectively, you know, CE classes, X number of dollars. uh, Meals, X number of dollars. The networking, priceless. Right. That's, that would be a great pitch for a convention because it highlights that the networking is truly where it's at. A lot of people used to go for CE. A lot of people, you know, vendors go for leads and uh, to talk to people and people very rarely the exhibit halls or, you know, people out there searching for it. You get maybe one or two a show going, yeah, I, I, I've been meaning to talk to you guys. I wanted to come by, maybe see a demo live or something like that. Those are, very far and few between. Yes. And there's not many. Correct. But it's the networking. It was like, oh, yeah, I know those guys. I, I talked to them. And um, like Matt with and Kiki with Insurance Agent Go App, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've, um, I, I, you know, we would connect at four or five shows a year and have a great conversation. And now it's just like, you don't get that connection, and and then you also, uh, you know, I, I I actually think I do I I'm due to reply to an email, and I'm sorry, Matt, that I haven't replied. It's just it's slammed because I, I think it's harder to run a business in this in this economy whenever you because you're having to make up for the lack of networking, and the networking is is just invaluable to the insurance industry. Yeah, no, I know. I totally agree. That's that is where so much more value for 
agents are, that's where so much more value for carriers are, that's where so much more value for vendors are, is in those side conversations. We talked about this before. The the side conversations that happen, you know, outside the exhibit hall or at the bar or out, you know, you finish a workshop, you know, outside in the hallway, up at, up at the front after you're done presenting, whatever. Those those are where the real, real value is. Um than than in than the actual just standing in the booth for six hours. Although I miss standing in the booth for six hours. So at this point in time, if I could just stand in a booth till my feet are killing me and then go stand in a hospitality suite holding a cold drink that's freezing my hand off where my feet are f- killing me, I think I'll be super happy right uh, now. I just I just miss all the free booze. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you do have a way of like attracting drink tickets to you. Like, I, you know, you, you're supposed to have two for an event. Laird inevitably always has a pocket full. At the end of the night. At like, the end of the time. Yeah, like, like, like not during, like afterwards. And I don't ask for them. No, you don't. People I just hand them to you. I definitely, I just don't ask for them. I'm not going to, hey, you can, it's so funny. And uh, it's at every show. Yep. Like, it's not one particular show. I've seen this happen. It is every show you end up with a pocket full of dirt. And, and, and my, my, my thought here is that, first of all, A, I am not a slobbering drunk. Like, you can't get me to the point where, because I get, I have the automatic go home mode. Like, whenever I hit the point, like, okay, Laird, you, that, that word slurred, you know, then it's like, you know, I, a homing missile. Generally, the homing missile stops off at a, at a taco stand if one's available on the way back to the hotel. And then the, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it, it gets me home. But, um, yeah, I, I don't get slobbery drunk. I'm not sitting there just pounding the back. We don't actually like make it known. Oh yeah, let's go drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like a bunch of frat boys or anything like that. When when we go out, it just natively people think that I haven't had enough and they want to see how far they can take it. I guess <laughs> I don't know, but it makes me laugh every single time. Because because even on shows that you don't show up on, I send you pictures of like look look at all these tickets. <laughs> It, it definitely happens. You know, I was talking with um, Stuart somewhat recently. I can't remember when, but about trade shows. And we were both kind of like, how would we be doing all the things we need to be doing right now if we were also traveling for trade shows? So while, you know, from a business perspective and a personal perspective, I miss having those things on my calendar. I miss getting out and into the industry and meeting people face to face. At the same time, we have so much going on that if I was doing that, I don't know that I would be keeping up with the things I'm trying to keep up with right now. Then your staff's not helping you as much. <clears throat> Nobody saw it, but I gave him a really rude gesture. <laughs> it wasn't the gesture. It was the look. <laughs> it was the, <laughs> the fode. Read my mind, Laird. Yeah, I got it. I'm clear. <laughs> like the communications came in clear. Man. All right. That's 30 minutes of uh, episode time. <laughs> <laughs> we never got to like. I mean, you have two, you have two things to talk about. I anyway. did. Well, what you should do is you should. Uh, I printed it off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. What should I do? You were saying. Uh, I was just going to say. You like to tell me what I should do. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. See, you never listen because right now I just want to tell you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you.
you were also telling me that I need to not listen always <laughs> when people tell me what to do. So which is it, Laird? That's my point. Stop <laughs> listening, but listen only to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the the parent response on everything with their kids. Yes, I know I'm on my phone all the time, and I shouldn't be on my phone all the time. But you need to stop using your 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 tablet. <laughs> stop. Do as I say, not as I do. Yes, I'm on my lap on my my iPad in bed, but you can't. <laughs> it's always the it's you know. Well, I'm replying to email and, you know, but you're still on your phone. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm working. Like, you know, that, that, that gives the pass of I'm working. And so therefore I'm on my phone and it's okay because I'm actually working. And I think people have got, grown wise to this is that I like working. And so that's my, it, cause you, you know what happens. You get these emails in the middle of the night. It was like, you know, you got emails uh, yesterday at 3.45 in the morning, I think. Something like that. I did not check my email until I got into the office today. I, but I was I was blasting out emails at 3.40, 3.30, 3.45 in the morning. Um, and the real question is, was I up late or was I up early? You're up late. You don't get up early. <laughs> Actually, you were wrong. Really? I was way early. Um, and uh, – but – yeah, like I enjoy it. And like if if there's any downtime, I start looking like, all right, where can I pester people? <laughs> I, start <laughs> I don't looking, have enough of my to-do list. I, I need to, to I need to pester someone. <laughs> I haven't ruffled feathers lately. Nah, I don't believe that. No, no, no. I'm talking lately as in the past four hours. Oh, okay. you're, you're, you're that addicted. You need yeah, to- I got to ruffle those, those fl- uh, flowers or feathers or whatever. You need, you need your fix every few hours. Yeah, just uh, we're, we're going to – there's a lot of F words flying right now. I was about to get confused. Just say – forget about it. <laughs> This is not safe for kids. We already know that. Oh, well, I know. But also, I'm always... Do we need to put the explicit tag on our podcast? I'm always wondering whenever it's going to come back and bite us. (laughs) At some point, this show is going to bite us. Something's going to be sad that is just like, you know, perfectly uh, benign. And then all of a sudden, it blows up. That's how today's world works. Cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. And if only we could cancel the kardashians oh wait they are <laughs> life is good uh all right what should we do also a question for the audience what should we do tell us what should we talk about because we ran out of things to talk about just off the top of our head, we still have two articles to read and, and to do, but uh, we'll, we'll save those for next week. We can t- we can save them for next week, sure. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah. We'll see if I can butcher the ending. <laughs> You're good at it. Go ahead. <laughs> Fantastic. So do I do it right or do I butcher it? Do I have fun with it or do I butcher the shit out of it? Let's figure that out. Oh, man. All right. Well... If you uh, enjoyed this episode and you would like to comment on how uh, this is this was an episode about nothing, feel free to contact us on Twitter using the hashtag insurance happy hour. 
I am L Ricksford on Twitter, and Becky is Becky L Schroeder. You can also find us in our, your favorite uh, podcast app: Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn. Quite a few options out there, my friend. Please, please subscribe. If you haven't, tell a friend to subscribe. We'll give them a free episode. <laughs> and just because we care, we'll throw one in for you too. <laughs> just every week you get a free episode for being our friends and subscribing. <laughs> Maybe not every week. <laughs> As often as we can. Well, we're, we're, we're nearing 100 episodes. I'm sure that if you've missed an episode, you can go back. I would not recommend the first season. <laughs> the first season had some good points. It had some good points. And also, I've seen better plane crashes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's, there's a video. Can't. Crappy thing about podcasts. We could layer this if we were recording this video on. But there's a uh, video of a uh, a student pilot who landed flat. Okay, av geek stuff. Lands flat. Drink. <laughs> starts to veer off the runway. Yeah, drink. And uh, applies uh, full or right rudder. Drink. And to get him back on center line. Drink. And then jams in the throttle. Drink. And continues to throw in more right rudder. Drink. And departs the runway. Drink. Nope, not that one. No, 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 no. You can drink on that one. Okay, drink. Everything from now on. And then he proceeds to go off the runway, over the grass, over the taxiway, and he keeps trying to fly the plane out of danger. And Justin's in my office looking at this. He's like, oh, my God, you know, th- this is so terrifying because he hits a hangar. And uh, I'm like going, well, he's not flying anymore. He's driving. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations, dear listeners. Now you're drunk. <laughs> so you can re- – if you did not drink while we were – Lair was telling his story. Lair was telling his story. She drank Rew- the whole time. She, Rewind she's slurring her speeches a little Rerun this episode and listen again with your favorite drink in your hand. Soon to be in your stomach with all of those shots. Oh, man. Could you imagine being around me at a bar and <laughs> playing that game? Wow. So, yeah. Um, great. But uh, you got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, it's been an episode. Has it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least one. And keep, some. We could, could keep talking and make a, a, a double header on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a great episode, and as always, thanks for listening.
Hey, folks, this is exactly how Becky and I talk whenever <laughs> we're not on mic. <laughs> and it's quite boring and quite analytical. So what we're going to do is this is going to be the main part of the episode. And the rest of the episode is going to be the bump. 